Good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Today is Monday, December 15th. Eddie, are you back with me? Eddie is not back yet. He stepped away for a second, so we will anxiously await his return. And because of the scheduling impromptu, this is our holiday extravaganza which is always one of our best shows of the year. Don't ask me why. But we're glad you're here. Hopefully we can keep you awake better than that game did last night. My God. 35 years of watching hockey. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything that boring. Just absolutely terrible. I think I hear Eddie. Eddie, are you there? Yes. All right. Just getting into it. Got a little holiday music going. This is our holiday extravaganza. This will probably be our last show before Christmas. Yes. So <clears throat> I was just getting into how boring last night's game was. Oh, that was a bad. That's one of the worst. It is, right? It's got to be one of the worst it games. Was. It was ever. one of the worst games I've seen in years. It was so uneventful. And so, and it, and it got Dallas Aikens fired. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes, yes, fired. Wow, the, the great Dallas Aikens. The yeah, sure glad oh. we. He's available for all those Ranger fans that want him. He's available. He was the, the golden boy. That's right. A year and a half ago. Now. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bunch of, you know, so I got a lot of young kids over there, but they got to learn how to play. It looked like last night he was playing for a tie. That's probably going to be why. They decided to button up defensively at the end, and uh, that's why the game really was, I mean, it was awful. Last night's game deserved to be a tie. It was so bad. Yes. Shouldn't have if that had gone zero zero. There shouldn't have even been an overtime or shootout. Should have just called it. It's over. <laughs> Make the- <laughs> Look at that game had the mumps. The whole game had the mumps. I mean, it was lethargic. It was. Oh. I mean, when your only real goal scorer is Dan Girardi, and I know, and it didn't even. He had nothing to do with the play, and like hit up Zuccarello. I don't know. Hit, hit up uh, actually, I think an Edmonton guy in front. And I guess he did have something to do with the goal, but it wasn't like a shot. And then Hagelin had the empty netter later. 
and uh, but <laughs> boring. Is <clears throat> what could you say about a game that like that? Nothing. It, 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 uh, there's nothing. We can't. You can't talk about a. Oh, I mean, I have a couple things. They could pick on the broadcast. <laughs> he was in rare. <laughs> Sammy was in rare form last night. I'll give you that. How about that McDonough goal that wasn't? He scores! And then uh, the puck's practically all the way out to the blue line. Oh, no. It didn't go in. These guys do it every night. Love it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I love the it. Christmas gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Uh, I I thought that McDonough played a lot. I mean, I saw a couple mistakes, but he's starting to round back into shape as far as his play. Which so am I. <laughs> uh, what you are right? You you are right. Just rounding just round round it, round is a shape. <laughs> well, no, not that kind of rounding. If you're making that kind of oh, you sorry. Been, you are a, uh, let me tell you, you're a fit man and you're an employed man. Congratulations <laughs> on the new job. <laughs> Thank you very much. A fit man? No, I am a man who throws fits. You have that wrong. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> That's a word people don't use anymore to describe. Like, you know, when people, like, they used to be like almost a, a term to describe when somebody had a seizure, you know, you'd say they were having fits. Right now, it now it means something different. You know, back there was, back in the day, it almost had a medical connotation to it. You know, somebody right. who wasn't quite right. You know, they were a little touched in the head. You know, oh that guy, look that guy on the subway. You know, he's having a fit. Well, you still hear throwing a hissy fit. You hear uh, sometimes. Uh, you don't hear vim and vigor much. He's full of vim and vigor. <laughs> what the fuck is vim? I don't know. <laughs> I know what vigor is. Vim. You know, we're all, I got to say, everybody. In energy, right enthusiasm. Now, it means right energy now, and enthusiasm. Okay. Everybody in this it. chat room is full of vim today, baby. Because the Rangers are vim. winning. It all counts. The boring wins, the exciting wins, the cheesy That's wins. Right. We'll take them all. That's How right. How many games have the Rangers played this year? Ten? I mean, they're like, <laughs> they're like ten games. Before. I wonder why the, the, the team is not the jelly. They're not playing the games. Was it twice a week? They're off. Yeah, you know what was fun last night? Uh, Sam, uh, Sammy said, I'm anxious to see Kevin Hayes in the second half of the season because that college schedule, they only play once a week. I said, they only play once a week now. Right. He's on a college schedule. 28 games. Well, I, the Rangers have games at hand on everybody again. Well, <clears throat> I mean, it's certainly a different team than last year. And in my opinion, I don't think – well, it's hard to say. I can't say as good because, I don't know, it's a whole different thing. And now, now that they finally have realized, at least for – one game that Tanner Glass doesn't belong on the team. Are you seeing some guys? JT Miller? Listen, I bag on the guy regularly. He's looked pretty good. You know, he's, uh, he's chipping in. I notice him. You know, he uses the body. Uh, you know, 
it looks like they found the players, you know, that they're going to, that I think should be in there. Although John Moore got, uh, he didn't play much last night. He had like eight minutes, uh, uh, played until, until the third period. Probably fell asleep. Um, <laughs> uh, I still think they're going to try to improve that position somehow. I don't think they're happy with it. I mean, Hunwick's okay, you know, and, you know, for what he is. Actually, he's better than okay for what he is because I really didn't expect a lot. But he does move the puck. And it's nice to see the Ranger defenseman moving back into the play and, and getting involved and getting on the score sheet. I don't. Unless they need. This is part of Elaine Vigneault's plan. Al's, you know. His scheme is to, you know, bring the defensemen to join the rush, and they need to do that. So actually, the, the Rangers can get a decent forecheck going. And I think it was Mario mentioned about how good Miller and, and Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes really – I don't want to jinx the guy because once I start, like, you know, I start giving a guy accolades, uh, you know, his career will end. But uh, I really like Kevin Hayes. I think he I do too. Is, um, he's determined. He, and I think once he gets comfortable and starts realizing he can beat NHL goalies and like, you know, he belongs in NHL. I like the fact that he, he's got initiative, almost like Rick Nash's kind of initiative where he knows that he can strong arm his way to the net and hold on to that puck as long as possible. Nobody's going to knock him off. And I think, that was just such a shrewd move by the Rangers. And last night I was cursing also because uh, Justin Schultz, who also, um, he, I think he was like almost like a Matt Gilroy type where he was undrafted or, I don't think he was drafted, but he was a free yeah, agent. Yeah, he, un- he was college. He was out of right. college, wasn't he? Right. And you remember there was a big bonanza to try to get him and the Rangers were interested in him. Rangers certainly could use an offensive defenseman at that time and probably can use one for the future. We don't know how long Dan Boyle is going to be with the team. But um, he poo-pooed the Rangers to go with Edmonton and play with all those uh, fancy-dancy, you know, skater types up there. You nail Yakupov, you Taylor Hall, you Jordan Eberle's, you Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and all these spectacular Phenoms, and you know, guess what? Wah, wah, wah. You could have, you could have been in the Stanley Cup last. So I was good. I got his just desserts. How dare you not pick the New York Rangers when you have a choice? That's right. How about uh, you know how here's how bad it is for Nail Yakupov. Sam was criticizing him last night. Sam uh, Joe committed a league, a lot of a lot of fanfare. He's got a lot of talent, but it's just not happening for him. Sam was – I think he was giddy about that Giants win because he was he was even criticizing yeah. – what was he saying something? He was actually being yeah. – he's actually being an announcer. I caught him being an announcer for about 30 seconds. What was he criticizing again? Yeah, yeah. Sam all worked uh, up over the historic march to 6-10. and 10. And that's another uh, thing. You know, the, the – he he works for the Chicago Bears in the preseason. I wonder if any of the Bears, like front office, ever hears him gushing over the Giants when they win on MSG. 
I mean, like. Nah, they don't. You, you, oh, you love your Giants, Sammy. Oh, you're all excited. Come, oh, Joe. I was on the edge of my seat. Big three-point win over the worst team in football, Joe. Six and I, five and nine, Joe. Sam's like the, the relative you call up and you know he's going to show up to your party. I think that's what, like, the Bears, every preseason are like, let's get Mr. Rosen a call. And he said, I'll do it. And he's there and he does his thing. I don't think they pay attention to him once he's out the door. They you don't they care. Pay they don't pay what? him. They probably don't probably even pay, don't him. pay him. He's like, Milton like- in, he's like Milton in, in uh, office space. I haven't been paid in four years. <laughs> they probably have a little spread from He's there. He gets <laughs> some bratwurst or something. I don't know. And, uh, I'm trying to remember what he's criticizing. And I don't think it was Edmonton. It couldn't have been the Rangers. That would be that would be out of sorts. But he was saying how be- like the game was just you know not very good, which was good. I was glad to see them not building up. Usually they're building. They spend hours building up the other team. They had nothing good to say about Edmonton, obviously. No. And then uh, Taylor Hall today said to the press that uh, this certainly wasn't what. What did he, he said? Something like this: "This wasn't the uh, the Oilers team I hoped to play for." <laughs> so, Glenn's probably think- already on speed dial, trying to trying to pillage the the cupboards of Edmonton. Well, some of those kids got talent. They just need to be coached the right way. And, uh, you know, they just need, you know, they, they have these players. They, they you know, but you got to, you can't just freelance out there. Maybe these kids are head cases. Who knows? They're all prima donnas. I don't know. What do I got to worry about Edmonton anyway? Screw them. <laughs> then the return of Vino, the second return of Vino to Vancouver. Yes, John Tortorella Appreciation Night. Yes. Boy, <laughs> can you believe that guy's gone? <laughs> I know it happened a while ago, but, you know, in the offseason and everything. Which is the fact that that whole switching the coaches, and he couldn't even last it. I mean, he lasted a year. And they were like, they wanted- everybody... <laughs> Alexander Edler's having like a, 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 a career year <laughs> when he had the worst year with the total relatives. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. He is the death of fun and offense. Well, I mean, I really don't know what the, I think most of the hockey world and certainly 95% of the Ranger fan base knew that he was a disastrous hire for, for Vancouver. I mean, we knew that wasn't going to last. There was no way he was going to go up there and have the Sedins blocking shots and, and everything else. And and it was a disaster and he was gone in a year. Stanley cup winning coach fired twice within a year. Do you think Sean Hall says that he thinks he's going to go to Edmonton. (laughs) Oh, that'd be great. I think they're they're done with him in Canada and the United States. He loved Yakupov. I don't think, how he says, it. I don't think Torch is ever going to work as a head coach in, in the NHL again. Never Mike say Keenan might get an N- <laughs> Mike Keenan might get an NHL job before Tortorella does. Well, Keenan's got at least a KHL uh, championship under his belt last year. 
won that whole thing. That's right. Got a recent resume. Not like taught, 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 say goodbye. <laughs> God. Game has passed towards by. I, I, he's a tyrant. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. What are we talking about to, him for? Yeah, what are we talking about that schmendrick? Uh, I, uh, I want to give kudos to the Rangers coaches and not just uh, Ulf Samuelson and the uh, the guy who was had Bukaboom's job before in 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 Hartford actually. J.J. Daniel. I don't know if J.J. Daniel was the bench coach up here at all. But the Rangers, no, I don't believe able, so. the Rangers have really done a good job with getting defensemen that are uh, marginal uh, with other teams and really improving them. And I think the case in point this year is Kevin Klein. Now, again, we said last week, and you said it, we're not ready to anoint him yet, but this trade is, is a steal. I mean, I thought it was just basically we're getting a defensive defenseman. Delzado will be an offense. You know, he, he's got he – t- they're taking a flyer on him, no pun intended, to Nashville. Uh, you know, that he's going to, you know, still mature at the – you know, and, you know, he's young and blah, blah, blah. But he really has played well. I mean, he played well in the playoffs last year. He played well when he was forced into playing – a four spot this year. Uh, he's got what the six goals. Um, he's solid defensively. Um, you know, again, I don't want to. I'm not going. I'm not over the moon, but I'm. I'm. I'm very impressed with the Ranger coaching staff, and they've done this even with Hunwick to a certain extent. We saw this with Anton Strawman when he was here. He became a much improved player. My problem is, is why didn't it happen to John Moore? You know, because uh, more, I'm not saying he's glaringly bad. I just don't know what he does. I know he's a good skater, but you can't really put him on the power play. Uh, he's not, you know, he's he's very nondescript. But they have done a good job at uh, making that unit of six, um, especially recently with the defense I thought was tightened up. Because in that Vancouver game, um, they played pretty well in that game, too. Although I don't think Vancouver really was... They didn't seem too interested in that game. I don't know. I, I don't want to downplay a Ranger 5-1 victory. But um, they got some pretty goals, the Rangers, in that game. And Yeah, they sure it, did. It, it, a couple of goals and, from the defensemen. Real quick, too. Real, yeah. You know, you know, real quick. And some nice goals. So... Uh, they call him so Quickie. It, they call him Quickie. Uh, I, Jesper Fass. Now, if they only could do this with some of the forwards. Well, they are. I really th- I really think this Kevin Hayes thing is going to work out. And, uh, you know, JT Miller, I'm still, you know, in Fast. They're playing better. You just need them to play good and, and give you that you know, some of that mojo you need when the, the star there. How about Rick Nash? Uh, I mean, he's just been putting up the points. Did he, he, at least he have a point streak going, doesn't he? Ten games, longest in the league. I mean, come on. And, you know, we and laughed. I got the trivia question right last night, too. 
Catroni can uh, attest to that. What was the trivia question? Trivia question was uh, Rick Nash. I believe the question was Rick Nash has current has a 10 game point streak uh, and uh, ties the Ranger record held by who? And Joe texted me and he said, what's your, what's your trivia answer? And I said, it, I said, it's either Leach or Zubov. And he went with Yager and it was Leach. Yeah. They had a trivia question today in the Islander game, but I didn't, I didn't hang around to watch what the answer was. It was what player who didn't wear an Islander jersey, top three guys who haven't worn an Islander jersey, scored the most goals at the Nassau Coliseum? Okay, so top three non-Islanders goal right. to scorers in, in, in the Coliseum. Well, they call him Quickie in the locker room. Oh, you got that right, Sammy. Uh, that's a good trivia question. Well, I, I one of them I thought was obvious because they were playing the Devils. It was Yager. Because Yager was the Rangers, the Penguins, the Flyers. I mean, all teams in the Islander division, practically. Yeah, Yager. Uh, how about Gartner? Caps and Rangers played right. a lot of games at the Coliseum. He might be. A, he'd be a good. Uh, how about Mark Recchi? I was like a weird yeah. when I came up. I wonder what the answer was. What's the score in that game? That's a big one. They're losing a lot two of to pimp- one. I saw uh, a lot two of two now. I'm sorry. It's a lot of pimply-faced 17-year-olds wearing Islander jerseys in that crowd today. They packed uh, it. They packed great. it half full. There were a lot of Devil fans there as well. It's awesome. Awesome. You're like, awesome. Who cares? Anyway? It's awesome. Jersey giveaway night. <laughs> yeah, now I want to know the answer to that trivia question. I wonder <laughs> if there's a... Yeah. you have any Islander fans you can text? No. No, no associated with Islander fans. I wonder I maybe they posted maybe the Islanders posted on their Twitter. I'll check I'll I'll look at that. That I can they, do. Do they even know Twitter is a, a thing? Yeah, they're <laughs> they're Twitterers. Rivers. Oh that's right. We had that broad that uh, said I was a cancer to all He's a kid. <laughs> Child abuse. Uh let's see. Um, I'm looking to see if they've tweeted the answer. Wait, wait uh, eh, I don't know. That might even be on the MSG, because uh, they might might be on their Twitter. Because it was be. probably their trivia question. So, yeah, I'll look at MSG networks. Anywho, I'll try and find you that answer while we okay while we muddle along here. Well, How many I, days for the viewing party? Well, of course. How many days? Really? It's on Saturday. Five days so away now. now? Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be some crazy shit. I'll tell you that Sounds much. Like- Y'all, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I, I, I honestly have no idea. This is the craziest shit I've ever in my life seen. I mean, you want to talk about some crazy shit. This is insanity. Is that Anthony Duclair? That's Anthony Duclair. He's already seen the preview of what we're going to do at the... That's actually from some blog talk show. (laughs) I think I was trying to get somebody, like, on the line or something. 
on a on a you know when that fucking studio uh, locks up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, am I on the air? <laughs> Anthony Duclair. So uh, now nope, they didn't uh, post the answer on MSG networks either. Okay. Well, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll tape the game and fast forward to all of it just to get the answer. <laughs> um, and now another mumps case. Oh, bum 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 bum. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, the mumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps. The doctor said. Mumps lingered on in hockey games, and it's bringing down some of hockey's biggest names. Crosby, Perry, and Tanner Glass, Ryan Suter, Adam Larson, and the Rangers, Derek Brass. The mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, better take your meds. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps. <laughs> oh, good, buddy. You should have given me some advanced uh, copy. I could have went along with you. Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. It's on the studio dashboard as Mumford and Sons. Oh, there you go. So what's I actually, what's your I, I got to get? <laughs> I wrote that. I kind of came up with that in my head on the way home from <laughs> getting the job today. My head was clear. I was able to concentrate. That you, your creative juices were once again flowing. What's right. the card got again? The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, the doctor said. Mumps lingered on in hockey games, and it's bringing down some of hockey's biggest names. Crosby, Perry, and Tanner Glass, Ryan Suter, Adam Larson, and the Rangers, Derek Brass. The mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, better take your meds. It's so bad. That's what makes it great. <laughs> I don't worry. Somebody's going to steal that and put it on YouTube and get a billion hits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not supposed to. Yeah, I guarantee. I mean, every good idea we've ever had, that's still <laughs> I don't know. Was that a good idea? <laughs> I like this song. I like this song. This is, I like this song better than the Dubinsky song. <laughs> it's more catchy. This was so hard to do. Let me tell you why. I'm using the AVS audio editor and I'm trying to record, but I could not get the, I could not figure out how to get the music to play while I was singing. So I would just right. be singing in silence. I'm like, well, how the hell am I going to match this up with the music? So I had to find, so I had to, I, I took the song from the instrumental song from YouTube and, and that's in the file but I had to play that on my phone next to me so that I knew when to start singing <laughs> on the recording. 
and I I only had to do it three times before I before I the first one was really funny because it's like the music's going and I'm like all like out of whack. It's like the mumps, the mumps, the mumps, and the music's in the background. It's it's like totally off. Wow, I love this song. This is my new favorite song. Yeah. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. <laughs> The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, the doctor said. Mumps lingered on in hockey games, and it's bringing down some of hockey's biggest names. Dang. Crosby, Perry, and Tanner Glass, Ryan Suter, Adam Larson, and the Rangers' Derek Brass. The mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, better take your meds. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Climbing up the okay. charts. You got to post that on the web page. I think it's a kind of video going with that. <laughs> uh, God, I love this show. <laughs> I love this it's another one. Bring that on your iPod. We could we could sing, and I can get like the karaoke version, and we could all like hand out like sheets, and everybody sing the mump song. Print out the lyrics. I'll do it. We'll do the mump song. Uh, we'll do the, the rap the Diaz. Are you bringing a sombrero? I'm still trying to locate one. I may go with. Yeah, where do you find a sombrero in Ronkonkoma? Can't be easy. Wow. We got a lot of day laborers in farming. I'm only kidding. And everybody's got a demumps. I'm glad I'm not on team anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I just get down with the mumps. Yeah, Party City, Patty Duke. You never heard of Party City? It's in my pants. Oh! (laughs) No, Party City. I like the party. That's a Ranger sponsor. It's a Ranger sponsor, Party City. Uh... I really, I, I'm sorry, Patty. I, sometimes I, I disgust myself. I disgust myself and I disgust myself. Uh, what else? Hey, Henrik Lundqvist, his fifth shutout of the year, my friend. How about Shampoo Man? Give him another eight years. Seven shutouts for the Rangers in total this year. Uh, it is, um, that's amazing. How many games you say they play? They play 28 games? Uh, yes. They have seven shutouts. Now, I'm no mathematician, but isn't that like a quarter of the games? That's that's like 92% of their games. 92? Yes. I just, I just added it all up. I did the percentages in my head. Math. 28 games, seven shutouts, 92%. No, that can't be right. <laughs> you, uh, you're not carrying the three. Oh, okay. Oh, now it works out. Yeah, I see. 
Oh, here it goes. Mark Recky. Margaret Hurley has the record. Question she has the record? Lemieux, Yager, and Recky are the answers to the, I'm sorry, the record, the trivia question. Oh. My, wow. All, so, hmm. all Penguins. You were right with Recky, right? That was the one you said. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I remember he was an island killer, and he was in, he was in the league a long time. My question to you, Margaret, is why are you watching that Fakakta game? She was hoping, well, she's hoping somebody goes to the uh, Coliseum, she said, and licks all the spoons. Somebody with the mumps goes over there and licks all the spoons. That's it. Margaret Hurley was going off about the mumps being a serious thing. You know what I say to that? I say, listen to this song, Margaret. <laughs> the mumps, the mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, the doctor said. Mumps lingered on in hockey games, and it's bringing down some of hockey's biggest names. Crosby, Perry, and Tanner Glass, Ryan Suter, Adam Larson, and the Rangers' Derek Brass. The mumps, the mumps, lumps in your head. The mumps, the mumps, the mumps, better take your meds. <laughs> Bar right, there it is. We gotta use this song at Gitmo. Please stop. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Wow. Hurt my feelings. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be bad. <laughs> it's supposed to be bad, but you don't gotta call it bad. Yeah, Margaret was saying. I got feelings that, too here, you know. I got feelings too here, Rock. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Rock, Rocky, I, I, I don't know if you did. You see the movie Grudge Match with De Niro and Stallone? No, I they did fight. Not. Oh, I remember that. Yes, it was out about a year and a half ago. About a year, something like that. I watched it the other day. I actually enjoyed it. If you go into, you know, if you if you think you're going to watch The Godfather, then, you know, you're going to be disappointed. Well, it looked you, like it yeah. was going to be, yeah, it was going to be. It was dopey, but it was funny. I thought it was to see them, you know, and it had a lot of little, a lot of little snippets in it, a lot of, you know, little hints and Easter eggs and things like that and inside jokes. I enjoyed it. Now, it's Justin, Justin, first of all, I want to give Justin props. And Rocco Sansone, who were the only two people that really predicted Rick Nash to explode back onto the scene with possibly a 40 or 50 goal season. Now, Ooh. it's still not, uh, now listen, it's still not done yet, but what a fantastic prediction and faith they had in Rick Nash. And I am going to give Justin props for saying it. Ooh. Justin, Ooh. Justin however, Ooh. did say going to be attending this party now i know that you don't live in this state are you going to be at this party no then why are you Ooh. saying you're going you don't joe catroni confirmed that he was going to be there too until he he thought it was for a show he didn't realize it was for the viewing party oh so it's good to know people are reading what we're putting out there oh god all right. You ready to go to the phones? or? Yeah, let's see what people got to say. 
Hey, six three one. Oh, what are you? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! I promise. I promise I won't scream and carry on. Uh, I just wanted to uh, say the reason I'm watching. <laughs> if you're not going to scream and carry on, what good is this phone call? <laughs> well, I want to first of all say congrats, Jim. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I'm so glad. Enough with the song already. It's giving me the mumps. <laughs> 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 and and finally, I you know me hopping on the uh, face-off stats. I just looked at a couple of uh, the last few games I've been playing. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been looking at the face-off stats, and I, I'm pleasantly surprised by the fact that Kevin Hayes has pulled his head out of his ass, and he's finally taking face-offs, and I think that's a reflection of giving the kid more ice time. And as far as Kreider goes, uh, you know, everybody was making a big fuss about, oh, he's being relegated to the fourth line. Well, hello, the fourth line for the Rangers is one of the better scoring lines this season, so I don't think it's a demotion. Um, other than that, um, I, I'm trying to look at the stats to see if my idea about face-off percentage holds true. And in some cases, yes, and in some cases, no. And most bafflingly, uh, when I went back and looked at those horrendous Tampa Bay games, they were pretty close on face-offs. So I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is other than just being totally outplayed and, and not hitting. Um, but I will say that uh, since they picked up their face-off uh, numbers, they have been doing a lot better. Well, it's certainly important to win face-offs. We all know these. These defensive draws, I mean, are super important. Last night I saw Stepan lose one when they were one nothing, and I'm again I had my Margaret Hurley moment. I'm like, this is important. It's a one goal game. Win the damn face off, and yeah, but- we lost it. But you know, then he, you know Stepan makes it up in other ways. But I would like to see the Rangers, you know, be better on face offs. But they historically haven't been in the last whenever. Unfortunately. Forever. Stepan's face-off numbers are going down while Hayes' numbers are coming up. Uh, and that's been the trend over the last three games that I'm seeing looking at the box score. So, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm hoping that Hayes really works out because the kid is a monster. I mean, he's gigantic. And that's what they need. They need, a, they need a power forward. They need somebody with size up front. I think he can be that guy. I said it earlier. I don't know if you heard me, but he's a guy who makes up his mind to take the puck to the net, and there's nobody going to stop him. So once yeah. he gets more confidence and he, he starts to realize he can beat defensemen and he can manhandle other players and he can beat NHL goalies, I think uh, it was a, a real – I mean, I can't believe Glenn say they made that move and signed him. I mean, it's just a great signing. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, uh, as far as the, the, the situation in Edmonton, I, I don't understand. You know, you can only fire the coach so many times, and we said this when we were, you know, had it up to our, our ears with Sather. When – the responsibility has to fall on to the management. And Kevin Lowe and Craig McTavish, they need to go. They need to just get rid of all of them. Um, when it's not when, when you go from coach after coach after coach, and they had some good coaches up there, and what do they got? They got nothing. And all these kids are just, uh, like you were saying, <laughs> I was a Taylor Hall that said, wants to play for another team other than Edmonton. It's, it's a shame. They had all those number one draft picks. And these kids are not working out because it's, it's you know, you, 
you cut off the neck, it's and and you you put another head on it. I I think what's going on up there is a disgrace. If look at how the well the Islanders are doing with all the high draft picks that they had. And by the way, uh, when I just last looked, the score was two two in OT. And let's see what's going on. I believe it's going to go to a shootout, uh, which curses. You know, to a shootout. Would you did you pause? I'm getting updates in the chat room on who's who's up at the shootout. Are you did you pause the game or something? No, I'm, I'm just looking online. I'm not watching the game right now. So oh, I, you, I don't know. I think uh, Gomez just just scored on the shootout. All right, you're uh, talking way too much about the Islanders here, Margaret. What, what else you got on the Rangers? Um, but other than the trends about the faceoffs and stuff, that's that's pretty much it. I see Hayes starting to come through. Stepan needs to pick it up on the faceoffs. Um. <laughs> Other than that, uh, you know, the, the last couple of games have been good, although last night's game was like a complete snorefest. But fortunately for the Rangers, the Oilers were sleeping too, so they didn't get burned because they, they really could have gotten burned uh, last night if they weren't careful. But um, yeah. we'll see what, you know, moving forward, we see what happens. We see if the fundamentals, uh, and one last thing about, all right, go ahead, cue the mom song. Um, I was all ready to blame Canada, thinking that maybe those idiots up there don't give their kids inoculations, and <laughs> and I was I was very um, surprised to find out that Crosby's got the mumps in spite of the fact that he did have the uh, the MMR um, uh, inoculation when he was a kid, and he had the booster to go to Sochi. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, maybe this to be an Olympic athlete, you have to prove you had certain inoculations. And I was thinking it was the Euros and the Canadians uh, that weren't getting these inoculations routinely. And um, uh, there's like two Americans, I think, with uh, with the mumps right now too. So it, it's it's strange. They say that the vaccinations do not work. They work for 88 percent of the people who are inoculated. So. Um, unfortunately, the people who have it are in that unlucky 12%, I guess. It's a new mump strain. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's pretty freaking scary. I mean, and they don't even talk about the new TB strains that are antibiotic resistant. I mean, mm. that's really scary. So, um, and, and it just seems, but I was like trying to correlate it and say, well, why aren't we hearing this in the NBA? Why aren't we hearing this in the NFL? And, you know, I, I just thought maybe it, for some reason, well, NFL mostly Americans, NBA, mostly Americans, and all of these people that are of the playing ages now had to have been inoculated. God damn it, the Islanders won. Well, anyway, that's a... Damn. All right, all right so... Barbara, uh, are we going to see you Saturday? Um, I, I'm hoping to be there. Um, I, I will try my best. i got to work Saturday. Okay. okay. All right, well, hopefully right. we'll see you, and if not, happy holidays, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, kids, take care. Take, take care, care, Margaret. Bye-bye. All, All right. Let's see. Turn into a Richard Dreyfus movie there. She's going to talk about typhoid <laughs> and uh, what was that movie did? What, it was like an epidemic or something? Contagion or some shit? I don't know. 347-372, yeah. <laughs> three, three, you're on Blue Shirt Underground Radio. Who's this? Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. This is Marvar. How you doing? This, uh, how you doing? What was your name? Marbar. Uh, I never called oh, in Marbar. before. I usually oh, okay. listen. Oh, yeah. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, how you doing? Not too much time yeah. at work. Uh, I usually listen to the shows afterwards, but uh, decided to call in and listen this week. 
You got to hear the debut of a Mump song. It's climbing the charts. That's fantastic. Yeah, you guys just keep cranking up the hits every couple months. <laughs> There's a rumor Eddie and I are going on Saturday Night Live to do the Mump song live for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. That would actually be a good reason to watch Saturday Night Live for a change. <laughs> I'm all American Bandstand. We can go on, and the kids can judge it and say, "Hey, it's got a groovy beat, and you can dance." Yeah, yeah. we're going hopping. The Philadelphia. No, 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 no. That used to be your closing theme for Ranger Crisis. Yes, that's right. Bandstand. That was your sign-off. But the movies. Da, 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 All right. Okay. All right. So what's what's, what's on, on your mind mom? here? Uh, well, nothing really. I didn't have anything to say particularly. I just called to listen, like I said, and I ended up on the air. But I uh, just want to say you guys are great. I've been listening to you guys uh, for like four years now, and I rely on you guys, all my frustrations and stuff. I know the next day or whenever when I listen to the show, you're going to talk about the stuff. And, you know, sure enough, as soon as the show started, what a snooze fest that was last night. And I was like, thank you. You know, I'm not alone <laughs> screaming in my living room, you know. Well, that's what's good like, about this show is because, like, we're all kind of... We're all kind of commiserating <laughs> together. Like, I know that what I'm feeling is what the majority of the people that are involved with this show and listen to this show are feeling the same thing. It's not like we're going to talk about, uh, you know, Matt Zuccarello beginnings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to talk about that boring Edmonton game or, uh, you know, Dallas Eakins getting fired or like something that frustrates us or annoys us. Even when we're winning, I think a lot of times we're going right you know, we're going to complain more than, you know. Uh, so I feel like we're all kind of connected in a weird way. We're like, we're real Ranger fans, you know, and that's what it is. Yeah, it's great that uh, this medium is available because I can remember growing up watching games and stuff and having all of these thoughts and stuff. And it's the same thing, you know, listening to the stuff on TV the stuff that folks decided to talk about, you know, that you're just like, oh, my God, they're going to go over this again? Like, I've heard it a million times about, you know, how they have to get it going or, like, uh, they got to do better on face-offs or just, like, these generic things and so on and so forth. So it's great that today, you know, it's possible to really say what's on your mind without any kind of filter and, you know, you're not going to, like, lose your job over it or something like that, you know? Well, it even for me, like when I like I, you know, I've been a rabid Ranger fan like you guys all my life, and and I would call Fan, I would I would call Beningo at night when he used to work the overnights because he was the only one really talking hockey, and I would bring up things and they wouldn't know what I was talking about, like you know, you know, about the fourth line guys, not just the star players and this and that, but and I felt like there was no avenue. Everybody's for me. like, what? Yep. Yeah. And then I would like, I would get on the message boards when the internet starts to really get flown. I get thrown off every message board for being sarcastic or a little dark with my humor, you know. Uh, and they were like, "You're not a real yeah, people friend. can't take a joke, right?" So they can't take criticism of their team too. It's like they can do no wrong. It's like to really enjoy it and be objective, you have to know that your team sucks sometimes. I'd be like. 
listen, Barrett Heiston is the biggest joker I've ever seen in skates. People are like, how could you say that? He's an anti-Joe play. I'm like, Barrett Heiston. I mean, he is a pimple, uh, a wart in Ranger history. But he was defended by like 35 posters, like, uh, you know, during the Tom Rainey era. Tom Rainey era. And like, I would get tossed. I would be banned. So I'm glad this show's here just for me. The hell with the rest of us. <laughs> Can't get banned. Can't get banned from this show. You can't. You cannot get banned from this show. I don't think we've ever banned anybody. Now people leave this show because they 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 think it's because we don't ban people. They want us to ban people. They're people have ban banned themselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Jim have talked about this. We've had longtime listeners that have just deserted us because, for whatever stupid reason, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just get sick of the show. I can see it's a hard thing. But nowadays, uh, you know, plug in your iPod, the thing has it the next morning. You know, it's listen live. But uh, I think, uh, so anyway, I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm glad we have this show, and I'm glad that you, you've been listening for so long. I mean, I see you posting the Facebook group, and I'm glad you're taking your time. I mean, you're at work. I know that's, you know, that's dedication. <laughs> I'm not exactly it's like I'm doing brain surgery here or anything like that. You know, no one's wow. dying on the table because I'm calling into the show. Well, Jim's new job, that's what he's doing right now. He's uh, operating on Dallas Eakins' brain. Trying to figure out what's <laughs> going wrong with Edmonton. Now, Jim's too oh, when you, I was going to ask you. Um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you, you said you were going to start doing Ranger Crisis again, when you when you think you're going to have your yes. first episode again. I think it's probably going to air either tomorrow or the next day. I, I redid the opening because I had to, you know, the old opening had Gabarik in it and like It's like Gabarik like, so, Yeah, so I had to redo the whole opening. So I redid that uh, with some new kind of clips of me in it. And then... Um, I'm doing my first one, which is going to be on Mark Stahl. And then I have to, I have to regain the voice, which the voice is part of the shtick. And uh, I got to hone up on that. So. Uh, did you do that before or after he scored his first goal, finally? It's a great theme. Yeah, that theme is great. We got a Missy Brule in MSG. That was always my favorite part. <laughs> no, there's no uh, voiceover in the beginning now. But uh, well, that was I think from the the, the actual broadcast, not from the YouTube. I never had the voice, but uh, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. I'll be doing it in the store. I'll be doing the the mouth in the store, honing my skills. Be like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> so, uh, that's nothing normal. That's nothing else. So anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah. Ranger Crisis will be coming back. Jeff Diamond is already hawking me on Facebook. When's it going to come back? I want to do my Leaf Crisis. If you do your Ranger Crisis and his Leaf Crisis, wow. Yeah, no pressure, but I can't wait. No boy. Well, I well. <laughs> Well, I basically, I I did it after, the, you know, the game where he whiffed on the puck in Pittsburgh 
that everybody mm. crucified him for. Uh, so I did it after that, and um, I don't know what the hell. I, I haven't even done the audio yet, but I, I can wing the audio. I'm like, you know, I pretty much ad-libbed the whole thing anyway. So, so I'll do that tomorrow, and I'll post it. So anyway, let's take our first caller. We got uh, we got two callers lined up. We're gonna go with the nine five four area code. You are on the. <laughs> there you go. Just listen to that clip a few times. We're gonna go to the nine five four area code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, memories. So, uh, uh, thanks for listening, and let's. Uh, Let's hope the Rangers. I mean, do you have any comments about the Rangers play? Do you think they're getting a little bit more honed as a team? Is it coming together? Is it too I early? Did, Big uh, game against Calgary tomorrow. You know, every every game is an adventure. You know, Calgary. I, it doesn't seem. It doesn't really matter how many times the the team performs in a certain way. What kind of consistency? I, I'm never absolutely sure that I'm going to see it again in the next game. And this is going. This has been one of the weirdest seasons. I mean, there there have been blocks of like two, three games where they yeah. just look like they've got it together, and it's like wow, they, they they understand it. Like they've clearly worked out a system. They understand what to do in different situations. When something comes up, they're like, "Damn, I'm on it," you know. And then they just lay an absolute stinker, you know. And it's just like, ah, uh, how can you go from beating the Penguins five nothing to like losing just horribly, like no effort at all? It's just it's weird, you know, and I was really scared last night watching the Edmonton game. It, as boring as it was, I was just like, why are they letting them hang around like this? Like, they could just trounce this team. Like, you could see, I'm not surprised that Dallas Eakins got fired because, I mean, we're my girlfriend and I were watching the game last night and we're like, it looks like they know that they're going to lose. Like, they knew from the opening face-off. There's just no initiative whatsoever. And the Rangers were barely past them in their own initiative, you know, as far as the intensity. So, I don't know. I just, it would be nice to see, like, a block of five games where they're on it consistently, you know. Because I can handle losing as long as the effort's there. But You know what I didn't understand? Because they said this last night, and it definitely, it was obvious in their play. That they they said that after the Vancouver game, they flew immediately to Edmonton and didn't get in until two thirty in the morning. Which means, at the very least, they didn't get the most of them didn't get to sleep until four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Edmonton's like an hour and a half flight from Vancouver. Why couldn't they just get a good night's sleep and fly yesterday morning and be rested for the game? It's, I mean, it's, well, you know, are, the games were almost 24 hours apart, though, because they were both late games. So, Yeah, but still, they could have the, – the Vancouver game could have ended. They could have went back to their hotel in Vancouver, spent the night. It's an hour and a half flight. You get up, take a 10 o'clock flight out of Vancouver. You're in Edmonton by lunchtime. Have a skate in the early afternoon. Play the game. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing to think about because, like – you think, you know, what, what's easier if you're a professional sports player, you know, uh, going straight to the place and then going to sleep and then waking up there and being able to, you know, become conscious and prepare for the game or getting a good night's sleep, then flying to the new city, and then there's nothing between you and your plane ride. And I, I don't know which works better for mental preparation. I, I feel like me personally, I would rather be there 
and wake up in the cities I'm going to play and then get my wits about me before the game than, like, have to fly and then go to the arena. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really speaking from experience. I'm just theorizing. It, it's really hard, you know, if, to especially with, when you're talking about a time difference because to them, getting into Edmonton at 2.30 in the morning, to them it's 5.30 in the morning. Mm, yeah. I, I assume, you know, assuming Edmonton, I think Edmonton's three hours behind, but I can't be sure. Uh, so to them it's 5.30 in the morning. And as somebody who's rolled in at, you know, 4.30, 5.30 in the morning a few times, no matter what, it's really hard to get a decent night's sleep after that. So I just, I didn't understand the logic of it. But the other thing I thought was I, funny was when they, when they talked about Calgary, playing Calgary, uh, Joe says, well, they're one of the big stories in the NHL this year, Sam. And then Sam says, yeah, and they've lost five in a row. <laughs> I was saying that during the game, too, last night. I was like, what was with the relentless commentary about terrible teams that were playing and talking about how great they are? They're just always dissecting them and finding things to say about how great they are for this reason and that reason, so on and so forth. And it's like, but they're terrible. There's there's nothing to report on here. Let's let's talk about the Rangers. Like if we have to talk about negativity or just even something slightly positive, let's just talk about the Rangers because that's the team uh, you're covering, you know. I mean, but then really again, I mean, they don't really have anything meaningful to say anyway. And um, you know what I noticed about Edmonton, and I, I I've probably noticed this before, but it stood out to me last night, and I posted the question on Twitter and was told that they are the only arena left like this. Did you, have you noticed, ever noticed that their benches are on the camera side of the arena as opposed to every, every place else where you're facing the benches? I didn't notice that. I noticed that the ice was really shiny. You notice that at the beginning of the periods, you can see all the, you can see like the lights in the audience and stuff reflecting off the ice. Yeah. Yeah. There's weird lighting in that arena. There always has been. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I, I didn't know if I was crazy or not, but it seemed to me like seeing old footage of like Oilers games in the '80s and '90s and stuff. It kind of it looked the same way. Like that, uh, just everything is more glossy. Yeah, it, it is strange. And Costa's talking about supposedly the best ice in the NHL. Not anymore. They were talking about that last night during the game that it's become such a multi-purpose arena, like most of them, that the ice is not as good as it used to be. Because that That's used to be exclusively for hockey, I guess. Back I would in the think day. in the year 2014 that it would be possible to keep the ice in good condition while other events are going on. I, I never understood why Why is that a difficult thing. I mean, I guess especially they've got it taken care of the garden. Didn't they say that there's no more problems with the ice at the garden now since the renovation? Seems to be a lot well, better than it was. It. Yeah, it's not like a disaster in the third period anymore. It's all about the base. It's all about the compressors. Ah. All right, Marbar. We're going to see you on Monday. Or Saturday. Uh, no, I'm working, but uh, thanks. How dare you. Call out sick. This is a call out sick type event. I'm certainly tempted. All right. I'll see if I can come down with something. There you go. Get the mumps. The mumps. The The mumps buys you like a week. My boss will believe that. See? Tell me. (laughs) You went to a hockey game. I went to the hockey game and the mumps broke out. (laughs) 
exactly. Uh, AV. What's that? I missed AV. the last thing. So he said maybe maybe Crosby gave it to him. So, all right. Well, we'll we'll see you. Hopefully, we'll see you on Saturday. If not, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me, guys. Didn't even expect it. Appreciate it. Anytime. Take, Take care. care. Take care. Always nice when we have first time caller, especially somebody like 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 Marbar. He's been he's been around forever. Oh yeah. He's a he's a loyalist. And then I accidentally hung up on him, forgot he was just listening, and I hung up on him. That's that's how I that's how I treat our VIPs. <laughs> that's how you repay his kindness for calling. Exactly. We are now up to twenty nine people confirmed on faith. That's just on Facebook for the party, including one Eddie Geik. It's good to know that you're going to be there. I will be there. That is. And a couple. I got other people coming too who haven't confirmed. Hey, Mister French, you're going to be there. You will have been. You've been like a surprise guest sometimes. You you lurk in the shadows that emerge. <laughs> uh, but. Um, we shall see what we shall see. All right, let's get a more phone calls. Let's bang these out. All right. Uh, let's see. We got one more. We got one more here. I'm not sure who this is, but I can't. Uh, wait, six six. That's you. Uh, six three one nine seven four. Who's this? Hey, it's me. What's up? Hey, hey me. Costa. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Greetings, greetings to all the John Bender fans of the of New York Rangers. <laughs> now, yeah, but we, I have to be honest with you. You've been making that reference for about two weeks now, and I really don't get it. <laughs> never watched the Breakfast Club? Of course. But so, so does that mean that we're John Bender because we're the cool kids, or we're we're the screw up, or or we're, no, we're the rebels? We're the rebels. Oh, okay. We are the rebels, my the friends. Friend. Okay. We are. We're not, we're not like we're not like the Claire Standish of fans, you know the the little the princesses, the fancy people, the beautiful people. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I agree with him. Like like that other fucking party that's going on over the other party that's, that's supposedly going on opposite us. You know what I'm saying? Supposedly, I I don't even know if that's going on. I've only heard that I've only heard from one person that there's another viewing party that day. Um, I'm, I'm just breaking. Time. So I don't. Anyway. I, I I I look. Hey, there ain't no party like a disco party. So you know everybody's going to be at the Blue Shirt Underground Radio Party. Everybody who's anybody. Yes, sir going to be no holes barred, no rules. It's going to be a Texas death strap match. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, there's going to be no apologies. Uh. <laughs> we, we were over there, and now we're over here, and all of that. It's going to be the mump song. It's going to be the sombrero. It's going to be great. Yes, sir. Drink specials. Coast a uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on the on the mump song. Uh, oh, didn't like it. right. It's a it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. He didn't like it. 
And I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it's all right. Yeah. He's not going to download it and play it. But he likes well, it's, it's a good bit for tonight. It's going to yeah, be a good bit. I enjoyed the bit. I think it's a it's great new ringtone. I mean, you come on with the bit, and you, 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 yeah, that's what you should have is your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> that should be everybody's ringtone. The mumps. The mumps. The mumps. The mumps. It's in his head. That song now is going to be in my head, by the way. Uh, singing that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Coaster and the rest of the crazy crew. And uh, let's face it, we're all a bunch of Ranger Misfits. But I'll tell you one thing about this band of Ranger Misfit toys that we have. We're, a we're the most of knowledgeable fans, the most realistic fans, and... We are reality-based, even though we are sometimes crazed with emotions. Uh, so I, I, I will go to bat for any of the Blue Shirt Underground people. Um, as crazy as they may be, they're true blue. They'll stand up for their team. And they know, then you don't know what's really going on. They're not being, uh, you know, they, we live this. I know it's crazy to say, but it's a big part of my life while I'm watching the Rangers and doing this show and following, and it's a big part of all our lives. Or we wouldn't sit here and fucking, uh, you know, live on a freaking, uh, you know, Monday night, like Monday night football's going on and talk Ranger hockey, make mump songs. Singing songs about the mumps. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're crazy. That's it. So that's all I got, Robin. Costa Rama, I'll see you Saturday, buddy. Yeah, I'll see you there too. Bye. All right, bye. The one and only. Let's hope it doesn't break any bones this time. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, All right. Anything else? That's all I got. I think Calgary will be a big test for the Rangers. Calgary's a good team. They're much improved. And the Rangers playing some, two, like, really, I think, two ho-hum games. Even, I mean, I think two teams didn't really put that much effort in trying to win. I'm not saying that Vancouver rolled over on the Rangers. It just, I think Calgary's going to be a team that's going to want to prove something against a team that went to the Stanley Cup last year. So I think it's going to be a good test. And uh, I hope the Rangers that they're equal to the test. They beat them, and this road trip will be a, a success. I think Zuccarello is playing much better. I wanted to add that as well. Um, he looks much better and much more involved. So that's a good thing, too. And Kreider, he's got to pick it up a little bit. But we'll see. It's a long season, especially for the Rangers. They've only played four games. So. <laughs> no, a little exaggerating, buddy. All right, brother man. All right. Uh, uh, we'll see you Saturday. Hope to see all of you what Saturday. Time you get there Saturday. What time are you going to get there Saturday? Um, I was texting with Mr. Cosell today, and I should be there. I'm going to try and hit hit the uh, by five. I'm going to go into. I'm just going to. I'm going to take a early 
early bus into the city. I'm going to be a little touristy. I might go hit the NHL store and, and then I'll work my way downtown. Now, uh, what about Ricky? Is Ricky going to be attending still or? I do not know. I meant to reach out to him on Facebook. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, 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 I'll take care of that. All right. Yeah, I'm on a, all right. Good night, everybody. We love you. I hope I see you Saturday. I want to shake your hand. I want to kiss your cheek. I want to stroke your buns. Stretch your groins, the whole bit. The whole bit. And let's don't bring your mumps. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> no mumps. And uh, uh, I forget what I was going to say now. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Percy's Tavern, yes. 13th and Avenue A. Easily accessible That's if you Google it. And uh, guys that can't make it, I will mention you. Sean Hoare, Tracy Raidmaker, Justin, I will not mention you because then again, you said you were coming and now you're not. And it disappoints me to no one. But uh, we love you all and good night. Good night, everybody.